amazing work is done over a period of more than 20 years on Montrichel, making these trails and making it possible, designing it and um, helping with building these trails so that hikers and walkers and general people can actually explore the mountain. And why I'm telling you this story is, <clears throat> as, as we've looked through the journey of Joshua, and as we looked through the book of Joshua, uh, one word kept coming to me, um, especially over the last few weeks, and the word trailblazer. So what my, so what my cousin's um, father-in-law did was he basically um, pioneered, he innovated new trails, he, he made a path or a track for, for the public, for, for general people like us to, to explore and to go further and to go and see. Um, he, he was an innovator, he is an innovator, um, a pioneer in that sense. And as we journeyed through Joshua, I just kept feeling like um, God wanted me to share with you how he has called us to be trailblazers in his kingdom, how he has called us to be trendsetters and pioneers in his kingdom. And when we look through the, the Old Testament all the way through to Jesus, we can see that we serve a God who is a trailblazer. Our God is a trailblazer. Now the word trailblazer means it's a person who makes a new track through wild country. And if we look at what God has done for the Israelites from way back then, how he made a way, how he blazed a trail, how he made a new track through wild country, literally, <laughs> for the Israelites, saving them out of Egypt, through the desert, a wild track, um, into the promised land. Um, the, another meaning, um, dictionary meaning for, for the word trailblazer or the person who is a trailblazer is a person who is the first to do something. It's either an innovator, it's a pioneer, it's a groundbreaker or a trendsetter. Now, I believe our God, our God, um, our Father, He's all of those things and He has blazed trails for His people and blazed ways for His people throughout history. And we see this so clearly in the book of Joshua, how at the end of Joshua, in chapter 24, when Joshua calls all the Israelites together, he basically reminds them of what God has done for them and how God has fought the battles for them and how God has made a way for them, um, starting way back then with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and, and all the way through to Moses. Um, and how he used Moses to blaze a trail through the desert, how God blazed a trail through the, through the sea, parting the waters, how God blazed a trail by supplying their needs, looking after them, and then fighting the battles on their behalf when they got to the enemy's lines, and how God made a way, and how God fought those battles, and how God was true to all his promises, and how God kept all his promises. So we... Our God is a trailblazing God and up until today he is still blazing a trail for his people and he wants us to partner with him. He wants us to be involved in blazing trails in his kingdom. And so I'm just going to read um, to us from Joshua 23, the first few verses there up until verse, um, verse 15 so you can follow. I'm reading from the NIV, so Joshua 23 verse <clears throat> 1. 
After a long time had passed and the Lord had given Israel rest from all their enemies around them, Joshua, by then old and well advanced in years, summoned all Israel, their elders, leaders, judges and officials, and said to them, I am old and well advanced in years. You yourself have seen everything the Lord your God has done to all these nations for your sake. It was the Lord your God who fought for you. Remember how I have allotted as an inheritance for your tribes all the land of the nations that remain. The nations I conquered between the Jordan and the great sea in the, in the west. The Lord your God himself will, will drive them out of your way. He will push them out before you and you will take possession of their land as the Lord your God promised you. Be very strong. Be careful to obey all that is written in the book of the law of Moses without turning aside to the right or to the left. Do not associate with these nations that remain among you. Do not invoke the names of their gods or swear by them. You must not serve them or bow down to them, but you are to hold fast to the Lord your God as you have until now. The Lord has driven out before you great and powerful nations. To this day, no one has been able to withstand you. One of you routs a thousand <clears throat> because of the Lord your God fights for you just as he promised. So be very careful to love the Lord your God. But if you turn away and ally yourselves with the survivors of these nations that remain among you, and if you intermarry with them and associate with them, then you may be sure that the Lord your God will no longer drive out these nations before you. Instead, they will become snares and traps for you, whips on your backs and thorns in your eyes, until you perish from this good land which the Lord your God has given you. Now, I am about to go the way of all the earth. You, you know with all your heart and soul that not one of all the good promises the Lord your God gave you has failed. Every promise has been fulfilled. Not one has failed. Um, but just as every good promise of the Lord your God has come true, so the Lord will bring on you all the evil he has threatened until he has destroyed you from this good land he has given you, if you violate the covenant of the Lord your God, which he commanded you, and go and serve other gods and bow down to them. The Lord's anger will burn against you and you will quickly perish from the good land he has given you you. So here we, we see how Joshua, he gathers the whole nation. He gathers everybody, all the tribes, he gathers all of them, the leaders, and he's basically, he reminds them of the good that the Lord has done and how the Lord has made a way for them, how the Lord has blazed a trail for them, how the Lord has broke ground for them and pioneered a way for them. And he then gives them I believe, which I'm going to talk to you about now, is going to, he gave them five keys, five keys, five principles, if you want, five principles that they have to apply to their lives. And when they apply these principles to their lives, God is going to continue doing the work among them and he's going to continue blazing the trails with them and he's going to continue making a way for them. And I feel that these five keys are very appropriate for us in this season as God's people, for us as the Bay City Church, for us as kingdom people. And then we can also apply these five keys to our lives um, 
as we blaze trails with God, as we pioneer with God, as we um, set trends with God, as, as we take ground with God. And the first thing that Joshua points out is he says to them, first of all, he says, be strong. He says, just be strong. And then he lists these things. And I want to say to you today, be strong. Be strong. This is a very, very turbulent season that we're in. And, and it's almost like the heat has been, the dial of the heat, it's been, it's been dialed up. It's, the heat is on. <laughs> and, and there's a lot of pressure. But I want to charge you today. I want to say to you, be strong. The Lord is saying to you, be strong. And as you are strong, then he's charging you to do the, do the following things. Do the following things as you look to him and as you are strong. The first thing he says here that Joshua says to the Israelites is, Obey all, be careful to obey all that is written in the book of the law of Moses without turning aside to the right or to the left. So we know that the first five books of the Bible, the Torah, was the law. And, and he's saying to them, keep to the law, obey the law, um, do the law, live the law, um, learn these laws. He's saying to them, keep to these laws, obey the word of the Lord. Do not turn away from the word of the Lord. And I want to say to us today that during this season, God is still blazing trails and he's pioneering and he's calling us to pioneer with him. And he's saying to us that as you pioneer with me, keep obeying my word. Now we know we have the rest of his word um, and we know that after we've got the New Testament and we don't stick to laws because we live by grace, but we have this wonderful book called the Word of God, which is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path, as it says in the Word. And and we need the word of the God. We need the word of the Lord. We need to trust the word of the Lord. We need to know the word of the Lord. We need to live by the word of the Lord because the word is powerful. It's active. It's sharper than a two-edged sword. This word of the Lord will will guide us on our way. When there are theories out there, when there are um, people scheming evil things, when there are distractions like they are in this world, when um, the demonic come at us, when the devil tries to confuse us, where do we go to find our truth? Where do we go to find our true north again? Where do we go to get us back on the path, to get us steady and strong? It is in the word of the Lord. And I want to I wanna encourage us today that stay in the word of the Lord, know the word of the Lord, live the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord is so powerful that it is, Jesus is the word. Of God it is powerful it's it's powerful when you proclaim it when you speak it out when you declare it when you declare it you create with your words because it is spirit filled and breathed and inspired and I want to encourage you today just like Joshua did back then saying to the Israelites keep to the word obey the word of the Lord know the word of the Lord do not turn from the word of the Lord if something out there if you do not know if something is true or not, go to the word of the Lord. What does God say about you? What does God say about fear? What does God say about pride? What does God say about all sorts of distractions and, and, um, and false prophets, etc., etc.? All those things that are out there today, 
God gives us the answer and the truth about those things in His Word. So I will want to encourage you today, keep to the Word of the Lord. Don't turn left, don't turn right. Don't cling to theories, don't, don't cling to, to um, empty words, but cling to the Word of the, God, Word of the Lord and get to know your Bible. Um, and as you do that, you will, along with God, be a trailblazer in your family, in your community, in your church, in your city, and in your workplace, and wherever you go, because you will know the truth, and you will be able to walk in the truth of the Lord, and you'll be able to walk in the truth of, of God, and you'll be able to speak truth wherever you go, because you will know His Word. The second thing that Joshua says here to the people, he says, do not associate with these nations that remain among you. Do not invoke the names of their gods or swear by them. You must not serve them or bow down to them. So he's then charging them, saying that there's still some of these nations, some of these people of these nations living among you. You are not to worship their gods. You are not to swear by their gods. You are not to bow down to their gods. And I feel like God is, in this season, He is saying to us, what are you worshipping? How do you spend your time? What is most important in your life at the moment? And these things can be very subtle because they came in, come in the name of culture sometimes. But it's my culture, my culture, my family traditions. We've done this for years. It's just the way that our culture works. It's just the way that our culture do things. It's just the way that our family traditions have been done all these years. But then a lot of the times what we do is we end up bowing down to the culture of this world, to the culture and the, and the traditions of our families and, um, and even our um, ethnic backgrounds. We, we, we bow down to some of the practices that's been practiced for years, but it's, it's, it's merely pagan practices. It's not, it's not godly practices. It's not kingdom practices. And we end up um, worshipping our, uh, our family culture, our family traditions, or even just the culture out there in the world. And, and we, are, we sometimes get so fearful of that culture and we're so scared we're going to offend people. We're so scared we're going to we're going to um, step on people's toes by just standing firm in what we believe. So I want to ask you today to search your hearts. I feel God is 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 really wooing us in and saying, search your heart, search your heart today, and see if there are any ways in your life where you go directly against God's will for your life because of the sake of family traditions, family cultures, society around you, um, or just traditions, um, and or just community practices maybe, or even church practices. So are you going against God's word in any of these ways and bowing down to gods that are actually contrary to the kingdom of God and to his heart for you. Um, and I pray that God will show you those things today because we cannot serve two masters. We cannot serve this world. We cannot bow down to the idols of this world and, and, and to God because 
we are God's ambassadors. We are in his kingdom and we are his children. And he's a jealous God. And he wants all of our hearts. And um, make sure that when you bow down, you bow down to the living God. And not any part of your life is subject or submiss submitting to any other sort of authority or any other sort of God in your life. But it's God, the one true God, Jesus Christ, that we serve and honor. And may that be true for your life. Um, because God wants you to blaze trails with him. And he knows that those false gods will be a snare and a trap to you. And it will actually lead you into turmoil. It will steal your peace and it will steal your first love for him. Now, interestingly, it says here that you must not serve them or bow down to them, but you are. But you are. So as you turn away from the things of this world, as you turn away from the gods of this world, as you turn away from the idols of this world, the culture of this world, which is anything that is contrary to God and his kingdom and his principles and his word, as you turn away, as we turn away from those things, and as we have turned away from those things when we accept Jesus, he says, hold fast, hold fast to the Lord your God as you have until now. Hold fast to the Lord your God as you have until now. That hold fast, that word fast means cling to. It means cleave to. So it's cleave to the Lord your God. Cling to the Lord your God. Abide in the Lord your God. Be joined together with the Lord your God. Like when a husband and a wife are joined together, it's that joining together. So you turn away from the things of this world. Um, you turn away, as we turn away from from worshipping other things, we cling to, we abide um, to the Lord as we have done. We fix our gaze, we fix our eyes on the Lord and we literally cling to Him. And He's saying to the Israelites, do that, do that, because when you are strong, you do that. I'm going to continue to blaze these trails and you're going to continue to be on this journey with me. I'm going to take you with me on this journey. And we are going to do great things and you're going to see how I move your nation forward. And God is saying the same to us today. Cling to me. Cling to me. Don't cling to anything else. Don't find your comfort in anything else. Do not look to people. Do not look to, um, to, to the culture out there. But cling to me only. Cling to me and you will be able to blaze some amazing trails and to set the trend in this life and in this world today. And um, I believe that God has called us to set the trend as his people and not to follow the trend that the world is, is setting. We have been called to set the trend. We have been called to set the trend in our families, um, in our communities, in our workplace, in our city and in our nation, his people. And then the fourth, um, the fourth key that Joshua is, is giving them as they move forward and as they are called to move forward is, he says, so be very careful to love the Lord your God. We know that that is the first commandment and that is the most important commandment right through scripture, right through the life of God's people. Um, love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul and your mind. And then second to that, love your neighbor as yourself. Now, we do not love God just because we, have, we don't 
we, we do it out of our own. We love him because we know that he loved us first. He loved us first and he's demonstrated that love for us so beautifully and so powerfully and so fundamentally through Jesus Christ to lay down his life for us. He sent his son and in his son, that was like the perfect representation of his love for us, was in his son Jesus. And as we look to Jesus and what he did on the cross for us, as we learn about the Father's love, as we do the things that Jesus did, as we see the work that Jesus has done, as we know that the work, and we refer back to everything that the Lord has done from the beginning of creation, where he created and he was happy and he, he said like it was good, everything was good. And that was out of his love for us. He created us out of his love for us. And therefore, with the first command, the first thing on our hearts should be to love the Lord your God. And I will encourage you to teach your children to love the Lord, to teach your children to trust in the Lord, to teach your children that the Lord is a good, good God. The word careful there in the scripture, be careful to love the Lord, means be, be exceedingly in your love for the Lord, exceedingly, be greatly loving the Lord, be diligently loving the Lord, um, abundantly love the Lord. So it comes out of an overflow of love. It comes out of that place of, it's like a fountain of love inside of us for God. And when we love God and we extravagantly love God, unashamedly, unashamingly love God, we will be able to be so strong and courageous in these days because we will feed on the love of God himself. And, and we love a father who is all-powerful and all-consuming and, all, and his majesty reigns and rules and he is great and greatly to be praised and to be loved and to be adored. He is the most amazing, amazing father and most perfect father and his love for you and for me are so, so rich and so um, full. And remember that God is love and there is so much love for us and we can glean from that love, we can receive his love and in return we love him back by giving our lives to him, by living our lives completely and fully devoted to him, um, um, yeah, by laying our lives down for him and doing his will. The word says that when we do the will of the Father, that is one way that, that um, we know that we love God is by obeying him and doing his will. So by doing his will in your life is one way of showing him and, and responding to his love for you and you respond by loving him in that way. Then the fifth um, and last key that Joshua gives the Israelites as he charged them to, to move forward, to, to continue in the ways of God, to continue to cling to God, he says to them, and this is in verse 14, every promise has been fulfilled, not one has failed. So the fifth key, I believe, is that he's reminding them that God is true to his promises and that the Israelites must remember all the things that the Lord has done for them. And that not one of the promises that God has spoken to them as a nation has not come to pass. 
And I want to say to you today that during these times, and as we move forward in God's kingdom, as we move forward with a trailblazing God, a pioneering God, we want to pioneer new ways in our lives and in our communities and our families. As we, as we go with our Father, as we follow the footsteps of the Holy Spirit, as we cling on to Him, He's saying to us, remember, remember what I've done in your life. Remember how far I have brought you. Remember the places you were and where you are now. Don't go and sit in those dark places, but see where I've where, how far you've come, where I've taken you, where I've brought you, where you are now. Remember those days and see how all my promises to you, not one of them has failed. Not one of my promises have failed. I am true to all my promises. God is not a God who can lie. He is perfect in all his ways. And every single promise that he has made to you has come past or will come past, or will happen. So... Hold on to the promises that he has given you. See and reference back the promises and the things he has done in your life and where his promises has already been fulfilled in your lives. And as you do that, you'll be strong. And as you do that, your faith will be built. Your trust will become stronger. And you will, you will be able to stand, especially when the enemy comes with lies, especially in these days, when the enemy tries to lie to you, when the enemy tries to deceive you, and when the enemy tries to twist things, ask, want, want you to ask questions, want you to, to just go a little bit off here and a little bit off there, you go and you say, no, no enemy. My God is a faithful God. He has kept all his promises. He has kept all his promises to me. He's a good God. I know his word and I know where I've been. I know where he's brought me and my family. And that I'm standing on his word and his truth. I'm standing on what he's done in my life. I can reference back the mighty works of God in my life. Just as the Israelites can look back and see the mighty work that God has done for them. How he's blazed a trail for them. How he's taken them out of slavery. Um, how he's used Moses to do all those miraculous things. And into the promised land. How he drove out the nations in front of them making Joshua a courageous, strong leader to lead them and to guide them. And he's saying to them, remember, God has been true to all his promises and not one of his promises have failed. And I want to say to you today that not one of God's promises in your life have failed. So those that, that you haven't received yet, it is about to come past in your life in Jesus' name. I declare that over your life today. And so... And so I believe that God has called each and every one of us. He's called you. He's called me. He has called us as a church community to be trailblazers in this time. Trailblazers in this season. To set the trend. To pioneer. But he's not leaving us alone to do it on our own. He wants us to. He's, 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 he's saying, come, come. Take my hand. I have new trails I want to blaze with you. I want to, I want to make new ways, new paths in places where there's not been paths. I want to, I want to reach people who have not, have not experienced my love yet. I want to save people who have not been saved yet. I want to heal people who do not know me as healer. I want to redeem people who don't know me as redeemer. I want to restore hearts and minds of people who do not know my restorative power. 
I want to bring together. I want to unite and I want you to come with me. I want you to, to come with me because I have a mighty work for you. Bay City Church, God has a mighty work for us. God has a mighty work for you and your family. He wants you to set a new trend in your family. He wants you to set a kingdom trend in your family, a godly trend in your family. He wants you to pioneer new things in your family. He wants you to teach your children things that you had to know as a child, that you never experienced as a child. He wants you to go out in your workplace and blaze trails of kingdom principles and kingdom love and, and kingdom power and kingdom authority. And he's given us the authority to be these trailblazers um, among um, with him. You know that Jesus said all authority, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to him. It's been given to Jesus. And because of what Jesus did on the cross, because he died for us, and because he was rose again and seated on the Father, now that authority has been given to you, it's been given to me, it's been given to our children, it's been given to us as a church. And so you have all authority in heaven and on earth that has been given to you by Jesus Christ because of his blood because of his death and resurrection and because of the power of his spirit inside of you to be strong and courageous to be strong and courageous to hold on to his word first of all to obey his word to not associate and to not bow down to idols to not bow down to the culture of this world to hold fast to hold fast to his love to, to him to cling to him to love him with all your heart all your soul and with all your mind and to remind yourself of his promises that has come past in your past um, and has come to fruition in your life so i want to charge you today be kingdom trailblazers be godly trailblazers and set new paths and set new ways and set new trends as God call us to advance his kingdom. So God has placed Sozo Foundation in the middle of Freigrond. As you can see on this map here, we are right there in the middle of Freigrond. Um, and the Bay City Church is, are, is over here and Siakula is operating from here into the community at the moment. God has made a way God has blazed a trail for the Sozo Foundation to be in the middle of a community. And he has done mighty works through the Sozo Foundation. And God is not finished yet. This is just the beginning. But God has this community on his heart. And he has asked us as a church to partner with him, to blaze trails in this community, to see revival and awakening in this community to see young people and families thrive and restored and transformed in this community. But it's not just this community. I'm standing here as, as this is a testimony of what God has done and what God wants to continue to do through the Bay City Church. God doesn't just want to impact the Freyhund community. He wants to impact the Musenberg community. He wants to impact the Cape Town community. And he wants to impact this nation through us through us and he wants to do that by us partnering with him and advancing his kingdom and advancing his kingdom and he's called you 
He's called you by name and he has great and mighty plans for you. So as a church um, and the three bats, um, Sozo Foundation, the Bay City Church and Siakula, as we work together to bring transformation in this community, just know that God has called us to much more than this community. Um, but this is almost like, I wanted to show you this because this is, this is a testimony of God's goodness, His faithfulness, His power, His authority at work in a community. Do you know, when we started the Sozo Foundation, people said to us, it's very difficult to get into Freigrond. People will not accept you. People, people will, will, will not trust you. Um, it's very difficult to establish something in, 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 in Freigrond. It's a very complicated and, and difficult community to establish a work. But God, I want to say to you today, but God, God is mighty. God can do anything. If God wants to put a youth center in the middle of Freigrond, um, helping young people, upskilling young people, helping them with their education and, and schoolwork, and releasing the kingdom of God here, bringing hope to a community, preaching the good news of Jesus to a community, God will find a way because God is a trailblazing God. And he has called us as his people to be trailblazers. And you have been called to be a trailblazer. And I want to speak that over your life today. And as we move into a series in the kingdom of God, I pray that you will be empowered by the word of God and by his spirit. And I want to, I want to say to you, like, do not, do not wait. Do not wait um, for the perfect time because there is no such thing as a perfect time. Um, do not wait until your kids leave the home. Do not wait. Just start where you are at and just hear God and the little whispers he gives you about what he wants you to do and how you can reach out and how you can start setting a trend. It might be in your street. It might be in the school your children are at. Wherever it, it is, God is, God is waiting and he's calling us up calling us up and let me just pray for us and I bless you today and I want to just encourage you to say that God in this season is doing amazing things and yes it's been challenging and yes it, it has been exhausting and and yes we are tired and um, but I want to say to you that God is, is about a mighty awakening in our hearts and he's awakening us to the reality that he is a trailblazing God who wants to blaze trails with you and me and want to do good things and want he want his church to be that city on a hill that cannot be hidden and he wants your life to be like that city on a hill where the light shines brightly and it cannot be hidden for the world to see because the world is desperate for answers the world is desperate for truth the world is desperate for Jesus they are desperate for Jesus, and we carry that answer, the answer of Jesus Christ. The answer that God came, he blazed a trail, and he had a plan all the way. He blazed a trail, he made a way through Mary, who was obedient, and got pregnant, and God gave birth to, to, to his son through Mary, and he blazed a trail, and Jesus continued blazing that trail to the cross, and he blazed that trail into, 
into death and he blazed that trail into hell and then he blazed that trail by being resurrected again and now being seated and he gave us his holy spirit so that we can continue the trailblazing journey with him and be strong because the spirit is the one who gives us the strength the spirit is the one who empowers us the holy spirit is amazing and and i must say like during this time has been such a comfort to me and such a strength to me and I pray over your life right now, Jesus, I pray for this community, the Bay City Church, that you will empower every single person who is watching right now, that you will fill them with your Spirit, Holy Spirit, just fill them where they are at, encourage them, build them up, comfort them, give them vision, God, where there's been lack of vision, I speak vision over hearts and minds, and I speak a boldness over hearts and minds, and I speak a courage over hearts and minds, everybody who watches today, that there, there will be a courage in us to stand firm, stand strong, and move forward with you, Lord, our amazing, amazing pioneer, our amazing trendsetter, trailblazing God. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Father, and we worship you today. You are almighty. You are great and glorious, and we love you, Jesus. Amen. Have an awesome week and we love you guys and looking forward to seeing you hopefully soon. Bye.